Okay, everyone, it's Tom here from the Internal Comms team, back with another episode of the Robcast. And first things first, Rob, might check in with you. How are you doing this week? I'm great, Tom. It's, um, feel the weather's improving. Things are starting to feel much more spring-like. Temperatures are rising. Victorian team are selling Ushies and great, great response to that um, and yesterday. And, uh, yeah, things are pretty good. And considering that, uh, and I think, without well, being flipping, I think it's good to see COVID cases across the country stabilising, which is good for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. So we'll kick into the questions, Rob. Are you ready for this? Sure. Let's do it. All right. First one, um, we're seeing a lot of on Ask Robert the past week. Um, I think the team needs to hear it just one more time. So, again, we're all on the same page. In terms of jewellery and hair colour, what's Woolies policy here? It's a great question, Tom. I think this comes up all the time, and every time I say it is not a store-by-store policy. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, store managers, our assistant store manager, department manager, work for Woolworths a long time and probably feel very traditional about what they expect our team to not do and not do. Um, we have to um, move with the times, I'd say, and we have to recognise that we have a guidance for preferred dress. Um, we expect our team to be smart and presentable and represent Woolworths, but we, we have got clear guidelines and that there's a great document called "We Are We Are What We Wear," which is on the People Portal. Yep. Um, and we'll happily um, put it out and as part of this, uh, attached to the podcast, we can, Tom. Yep. But that's the guide, and I think we've got to stop saying my store manager says differently. Um, happy that any store manager who's got some builds on it and thinks there's something that we should do differently to reach out. But we are. Um, this is a, a guide. Um, lots of questions around earrings and, and uh, tattoos, actually, and I've asked Ben Commons, and he is working on it, and uh, to say, right, what's our view about tattoos and piercings going forward? Because it's probably one thing we still need to address, um, and it uh, comes up quite a bit. So there is work taking place on that. Um, the reality is we've got some retailers today, visible body piercings, visible tattoos are, are the norm. I just think we've got to take a cold look at it and actually come back with some proposals to the business. Great. All right. Thank you, Robert. And we'll definitely attach that guide um, to the podcast. So look out for that. Um, the second question comes from Megan in Blackburn North. So big thanks to Megan. And she says, um, hi, Robert. Just a question in regards to making things easier for store teams. We get quite busy uh, trade peaks throughout the day in fresh service. And as a result, sometimes we miss timings for markdowns on hot food. I was wondering if we could get a feature on the RFU units to alert us when markdowns are due so we don't miss that first or second markdown. Yeah, it was a great suggestion. I've sent it to Tom, sorry, to Tom, I sent it to Mark Vandenbosch, Tom, and um, to look at and see if we can build it into the, the routines. But I think um, a lot of commentary about RF devices, again, we're coming up to the busiest time of the year. We've just, de- we're in the f- final phases of deploying 8,000 devices and then another 2,500 to 3,000 for e what I'd ask stores is if you've got broken devices, report them. We can't fix what we don't know. Interestingly, I think as well, stores, we have there's a function, and I'll probably call it the wrong name, that the IT team, it's something like AirWatch, um, so they can tell every device that a store has and the last time it was logged on. And sometimes I'll go to stores and you know, they'll say, we've got no devices, um, and I'll contact the IT team and they can show that people, have, there's been 20 or 30 devices logged on in the last, last seven days. So we got more visibility of those devices. Um, they do break, they do get lost, they're expensive, they're, um, they're a couple of thousand dollars each. Um, so we'd ask people to take care of them. We're actually trying to lock a system that Ross Spencer put in, which the DC is just a bit clunky, a bit bulky, but uh, you have to put a code in and get your device out. But go back to the original question, yeah, it was a great suggestion. I think some of the stores are using egg timers, believe it or not, to remind people 
which is, it, it sounds really low tech, but we are going to. I'd suggest in the meantime, it's a great idea. I think yeah. I can't remember who suggested it, but yeah. I'd be doing that. Yeah, brilliant. All right, thank you. Uh, the next question comes from Karen. Um, Karen said, I just wanted to say well done and thank you for getting more Ushies to our store in Morayfield um, so quickly. Both of, our, both of these stores ran out on the weekend, uh, on Sunday, with customers holding onto their receipts and customers are really surprised and happy. Both stores got more in yesterday and today, so a big thank you. But I thought we could just do a quick Ushi update as well, Robert. Yeah, we've got um, more coming. We took some from Victoria and before the Victorian team panic, um, we are replacing it. Um, we're shipping more into Victoria. Um, they arrive the end of next week. Um, but we did take some out of Victorian stockpile because we, we've we been so successful. The, the key to it now is making sure our team only give the right number of issues to, to every customer. Um, it, we are trying very hard. I was in um, Macquarie Raid this morning. They got two parts. Macquarie Raid uh, did, uh, took a, uh, 1.7 million last week. Um, so they had a lot of issues to give away. So the reason they got two parts is the volume they're turning through. But I'd ask that's the key. Um, we, we probably um, will run out. Um, and we'll... That's in good and bad, but we there is not enough stock at the moment to keep us going as long as we stick to the process. Great. All right. Thanks, Rob. Um, one more here, just on the take a break leave that uh, came out, I think it was last week or the week before. Um, can you just remind our team listening uh, when the take a break leave window ends? Yeah, and this, it goes to the 1st of November, Tom. So we're really trying to make sure that our team recharge before... Um, before Christmas. You know, we, we've had um, week after week of busy, busy trade. And, and uh, yeah, I was talking to the Macquarie team this morning. You know, they, they probably, their Saturday was busier than the Saturday um, and Sunday uh, last Christmas. So for some stores, it's, it feels like Christmas every day. And, that, and that's both good and bad. And I think people need to recharge. So if you put, take that leave and book it uh, and um, until the 1st of November, obviously you get the benefit of um, effectively, um, if you book f- uh, four days, you'll get an extra day. Days leave, so five for the five for four, if you like. Um, I missed it because I booked my leave for the week after. But, <laughs> so um, did I. Yeah, um, I'm but, for the first of November, yeah. so I missed out. <laughs> um, and so I'm I'm away, but I didn't get the benefit. But I'd encourage everyone to take the opportunity. It's a great incentive and. Thanks to Brad and Karen and the group for, for making that happen. Absolutely. Rob, I'm just going to throw this last one at you. Um, the question, I, sorry, I haven't got who it came from here, but, um, you know, the team was super grateful for everything Claire has done as the Managing Director of Australian Supermarkets, and we're going to miss her dearly. The team are really excited to meet Natalie when she joins her team. There was a couple of questions around how are you feeling about the change and have you worked with Natalie before and, and what is she like and what can we expect? Yeah, it's it's a great question, Tom. Um, I, I, I'm uh, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed the the last um, nearly three years working for Claire, um, and clearly um, uh, for joined Claire for most of that journey through the last three years, and, and I think, and it, but I also think it shows this the breadth of this business that there's opportunities outside of course of markets, and I know Claire's looking forward to the new challenge and what it brings. Um, and I, I mean, we will all be sad to see see Claire go. And one, but one thing I know in Woolworths is nothing's ever forever, and I mean that in a positive way because um, Natalie coming in, Natalie's I know Natalie from when uh, she headed up Stratu and when I was in, went to WA, and Natalie has um, uh, done a fantastic job in New Zealand. The New Zealand team are just as sad to see Natalie go as the Australian team would be to see uh, Claire go. And I think what it shows is that you know Natalie's going to come. And I know from talking to Natalie uh, last week that she's keen to understand the, the, the scale and the breadth of Australia, get to understand the different um, 
parts of Australia and how the different states operate. And some of the, and let's be honest, each of the states has got its own idiosyncrasies, and and that's great for her to say. Um, I know Natalie is keen to uh, be able to talk to all the team and get in front of all the team and and um, and answer some of their questions. But I think, like everything, we should recognise the great journey we've been on, been on under Claire's leadership, and then um, make sure. A trade show with a handover appointment in, between Natalie and Claire, and I think um, you know that's a great way f- for us to sort of uh, cement the plans we have for Christmas uh, that we built under Claire's leadership, and then go and execute them under Natalie's leadership. And I think that's the best way I'd describe it. But like anything, Tom, uh, change is constant, and I think it's embracing the change. And I'm looking forward to what uh, what new ideas and thoughts Natalie bring to the business. But I do know that Natalie is incredibly curious to listen and learn from the team, and I think that will be continue, albeit uh, probably digitally rather than physically for the, for, the, for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. We might even try and get her on the podcast uh, a little bit later. That'd be a great idea, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll try and get her on and ask her a few a few questions from the team. All right, Robert, that's uh, that's a wrap for this week. Is there anything you just want to close close out with? No, I think, um, Tom, I think just to all the team, uh, I can't express my thanks enough about what, what we're doing. I was talking to the online team at Macquarie today. Ecom is growing rapidly. Um, more and more customers choosing to shop online. Uh, there's a lot happening, as usual, in our business. The new We're rolling out the new uh, availability process. I'd ask everyone to embrace that. The team in Zone 3 here in New South Wales have been great uh, exponents of it. And supporters of it and I think it will really help our on-shelf availability but other than that it's the same let's take care of each other let's, let's stay safe and uh, let's look after each other and let's have a bit of fun it was great to see the Victorian team getting behind issues and to be fair the rest of the nation did it, did it a few weeks ago but it's just about having have some fun in these challenging times and let's hope they are starting to ease and get a little bit easier for all of us absolutely all right thank you Robert and we'll speak to you all next week team see you later thanks team <laughs>